Hello. Testing. Testing. Testing, testing, testing. Don't scream into it. Testing. <laughs> testing. <laughs> testing. I think I made that joke last week. You did. I cut it out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Man. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Saint Pod. Uh, this week, we're watching Malcolm and Marie. Also, I'm Matt and... I'm Alex. This one, this one's Alex. <laughs> and, Matt's uh, first day. It's my first day on the job. <laughs> I've never actually, I don't intro. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, after watching this film, we're breaking up. No! Roll it! Anyway, we watched Malcolm and Marie on Netflix, starring and Zendaya and John David Washington. What were your thoughts on it? I really liked this movie. Um, yeah. yeah, I liked, I liked a lot about it. It's a dialogue heavy movie. And I know that we just talked about like in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, how that is also a dialogue heavy movie. And it kind of took me out of it because the dialogue was so intense in Ma Rainey. Mm-hmm. In this movie, it's a dialogue heavy movie and it like sucked me right in. And I think it just because it was all about like hurling insults at your loved one. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, can they say anything more scathing than what they just said to each other? It was, yes? Oh, okay. I oh. thought it was, like, somehow more... Like, maybe I gotta rewatch it, but, like, I had uncut gem vibes of, like, just... The pure chaos? Just the pure chaos and anxiety that comes from yeah. just arguing. Great movie, Uncut Gems. Yeah, it did, like... It was very much just, like... You like it wasn't just like I at one point they were like I hate you I hate you you know or just like you're so annoying but it was like no you're a narcissistic copycat who is mediocre <laughs> and will never amount to anything in your life and I was just like damn like oh yeah. my god how mean can you be and then he would be like well you're just somebody who needs you know you need to be needed all the time and so how like how dare I ask you for anything because or like not ask you to do anything because then like you just don't feel needed and that's why you're a drug addict and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely not a movie for people who have like anxiety from confrontation or anxiety from like arguing I don't, I don't know. Say, I do. And no, I really no, liked not, it. Not to that. Not like... I, I don't know. Like, I think you liked it. So, from like the very beginning, it felt... I've only seen one episode of Euphoria, and it. I was like, oh, <laughs> it feels like a Euphoria episode. Turns out, written no. and directed by the creator of Euphoria. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's how Zendaya <laughs> got onto the project. Um, and, like, I didn't get Euphoria vibes. Oh, I did. Just in, like, the... Uh, the uh, the words that were being used, the dialogue that was being used, I, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like, well, you're. It's not like Marriage Story where they're just. Oh like, my god, you're insufferable. Movie. You know, like it, it's like you said, you're a narcissistic copycat, copycat, mediocre little bitch <laughs> yeah. who can't take a compliment when he sees it. And yeah. he was like, "Well, you're just a stupid drug addict," and I was like, "Oh my god, oh no." <laughs> um. So for those, like, to give a quick recap, the premise of the movie is um, Zendaya is Marie, who is a, who was an actress and kind of stepped back from that for lots of different reasons, is dating Malcolm, played by John David Washington, who is an up-and-coming director, and they are on their, their home, coming home after his directorial debut, 
um, in a movie that was a success that you end up finding out was loosely based on Zendaya's life. And he says, like, you know, in the movie, he's like, it's not just you, but it really, truly was not Zendaya's life, Marie's life, uh, the character's life. Um, and you can, like, he says, like, oh, no, I got, like, inspiration from lots of different women and lots of different people and lots of different experiences. But, like, there are some, like, very, like, specific elements that relate to Marie's character. And so they get in a whole, it's a whole argument about, like, why he was, he didn't thank her at the, at, with, for the speech, why she didn't get cast, why, um, you know, stuff like that. Why and she wasn't recognized. Why she wasn't recognized, why it was, it was, it seemed almost like she was trying to pick the fight, but the fight felt justified, in yeah. my opinion, because, like, if you are, if, like, you are a famous director and you don't think your partner who you've loosely based a film off of and deny that heavily like that's a big problem well i think like what the movie does really really well is is it that moment is just like the straw that breaks the camel's back yes like there's so many underlying problems in their relationship um right and they don't really come ahead to a head until like yeah like they Sorry, I'm just grabbing my tea. So you hear, you hear slurping sounds. Well, what are you drinking? Uh, the matcha tur- turmeric latte from Gold. Not sponsored, but they are a black-owned business. So oh, check them out. Enough. Gold spelled G-O-L-D-E. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> get that right in the mic. Let me get a little closer for you guys. Sorry. As you were saying. Sorry, whoever is listening with headphones. <laughs> is that what ASMR is? <laughs> yeah, they got they have better microphones than we do. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you were saying like this this moment this evening was the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. Yeah. Um, she feels that he doesn't see her as anything more than trauma, yeah. as anything more than a person that needs to be saved, uh, a story. Yeah. gets brought up a lot um like he only sees her as a drug addict that basically. that he saved i feel that like he too, saved, that he yeah. has this savior complex almost and like i will say i do feel like john david washington is the like perpetrator and zendaya is the victim in the story and i know that you're they're not supposed to because they do convey that, like, also, like, Zendaya, like, plays into, like, her character Marie plays into the victim story. And she's very much like, well, I am a drug addict and I was a drug addict. And, like, you didn't just give me the chances to succeed and you didn't do this mm-hmm. and I need to. And I'm around you because, like, and he makes these points where he's like, well, you're just around me because you need to feel like you are worthy or, like, you are um, worth, like, having around. And so you make yourself busy and you make yourself needed. And then you complain that I'm needy when in reality, it's more like you are, you have this like control or whatever, or you, ha- or you are playing this victim mentality when you are not. And he also like, there's this really like emotional part where he's in the, she's in the bathtub and he's talking about how um, he's like, oh, uh, I just want to get the wording right. Do you, remember, do you remember the part I'm talking yeah, about? Where but... he's like, you could never fathom that, like, he's like, you need to make yourself feel needed 
and you need to make yourself feel appreciated by other people because you could never imagine what it would be like for somebody to just love you for being you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and that's how I feel about you. I love you for being you, but you can't imagine what that's like. So you take it out on me for no reason. And I was like, ow, same. Um, mm-hmm. And just like, so like they both are at fault in this relationship. But I do feel like that John David Washington's the bad guy. <laughs> and I <laughs> well, know you're I not supposed to, like I said. You're not I, supposed to, but... I think that they're both supposed to be the, ba- the yeah. bad guy. No, they you are, know, totally. Um, they're two people who's, uh, who think that they are the center of the other's world. And, and, yeah, they're realizing that they're not. And, yeah, it's a big deconstruction on uh, that concept. Yeah. But yeah, I liked this movie a lot. I also really appreciated the... um, John David Washington's not my favorite actor. I didn't like him in Tenant. Didn't really like him too much in here, except for three scenes. The first scene I liked him in (laughs) was when they first came home and he's playing the music and he has his drink in his hand. He's dancing around the apartment. I liked that scene. The scene right after that, when he goes off into the monologue about how all of the white critics at the show, at the preview, were like saying like, well, this is just like an amazing story about like race and like he's so political and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, not everything a black person makes has to be politicized. Not everything it makes is political. I'm not making a political statement. You're reading into a political statement. I'm just making a movie. I'm just making a story. I'm just telling a story. And I really appreciated that monologue. I love that so much. Because I feel like that's what happens a lot, especially with black films and with by black directors written by black people. Everything becomes a political statement, even if Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, talking about the civil rights movement or talking about the KKK. Like I'm thinking of Black Klansmen, something I actually did like John David Washington in. Um, Like the, the Black Klansmen, I felt like, may have been made as a political movie or that could just be my perception of it. And Spike Lee was like, you know what? I just want to make a dope movie about a black guy who infiltrates the KKK, you know? I I thought there was a little. No, I feel like there's there's, (laughs) like the ending of that movie. But that's the thing is that like, though I put euphoria on our, if you check out our Instagram at St. Pod, you'll see a um, black history month uh, list of movies and shows recommendations that we put out for you. And euphoria is on that list because I Zendaya's in it. Mm -hmm. And um, she's not the only person of color in it. Her mom and her sister are also black. And, but I also feel like that is a show with a black protagonist that is telling a story. I don't think it's political. And I don't think that it's making any statement besides telling the story about this girl's life, about Rue's life. And it's the same with Malcolm and Marie. Like, it's not supposed to be a political film. And so, like, that I really appreciate yeah. is that 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 was blatantly said, you know? Yeah. That, like, he was like, not every black movie or not every movie with black people in it or that have, yeah. you know, has to be political and or, like, should be political or may, doesn't need to be perceived as political. And because I was like, yes, because there are other shows and things out like Lovecraft Country that has black people in it. I think has black writers. I would hope has potentially black directors. I have no idea, I think honestly. The, sh- the showrunner is black, isn't she? I think. I think. I just know the actors are black. I think it should have black writers. I would hope so. And that show is so politicized. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, it doesn't need to be. Can we just have like Lovecraft country, uh, like Lovecraft, uh, what am I trying to say? Lovecraftian like stories with black people at the center of them instead of making it about race and making it about racism? Yeah. No? Oh. Ugh. So. Yeah. I, I also, in, like, 
you mentioned i think you also made a post on the on our instagram that was like <laughs> movies that aren't about black trauma yes <laughs> malcolm and marie yes is technically a movie that isn't right I also feel like a lot of black history, like what happens a lot during Black History Month is people are like, oh, you know what you need to watch? Um, Like the Malcolm (laughs) X uh, biopic. Or you know what you need to watch is Selma. Or you know what you need to watch is like, I can't think of something else right off the top of my head. But like all of these movies about like black trauma or like, oh, there was one that I... You pick any of them, really. And it's just like all of these movies and shows are like about the saddest black experience of all time with this all of this trauma generational or otherwise that is just thrust upon you and it mm-hmm. just feels like it's like this is what the black experience is like but i'm like no the black experience is also jump in the amazing disney channel movie the black experience is also Aquila and the bee oh it's such a good movie it's such a good movie right it's such a good movie the black experience is also um oh my god like Brandy's uh Brandy's Cinderella. Yeah. The black you know, like the black experience is not just sadness. It's mm-hmm. not just and that's what I feel like a lot of people look for and they expect. And like I so I appreciated that monologue that Malcolm puts yeah. out. And then the third part I liked, the other part that I liked him in was the other really long monologue oh, when so good. when Zendaya's just like laying when there laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. He's just going off on this white female critic. <laughs> the white lady from the LA Times. The white, the white lady from the LA Times. Like, he just goes off. And I, it has to be, like, how long do you think that monologue is? Of him just, like... At least two minutes. No longer, I think. Well, at least, that's what I said. Yeah, it has to be way longer. Like, it, to me, I was like, this feels like between five and... 10 minutes it was not a 10 minute monologue but i don't think it was 10 minutes but it's somewhere like it was long (laughs) it was more it felt like it was longer than five minutes but he just goes off what were some of the things he was saying oh man i can't remember because like (laughs) Like... the context is that he was interviewing this he was being interviewed by the same white woman at the show at the movie and you don't see this this is just talked about and how she was saying like wow you're so brave and you're like telling such poignant stories, blah blah blah, and um, and then they oh, there's another part, and then like she ends up writing a review, and it's like a the really review, good review, and the review is amazing. The review is like this is amazing, this is an amazing movie, but he's like there, there's like a part where she's like oh like the steady cam shot, and he's like it's a dolly, you fucking idiot, and, and then like she was like it's a tight lens and a tight lens shot. He's like I use the same fucking lens, it's like the same lens that that amazing like art like uh an artist being nitpicked by somebody who really doesn't understand the art oh, I is love hilarious it. Yeah. that like as like as, as a thing he I, was kind I of saying critics even though we're yeah. technically critics whatever but <laughs> we're cool critics <laughs> we sit tea yeah here we'll give you guys another one <sighs> i had to do a little tongue scrape on my teeth on that one because it was it tickled anyway but he also starts he also starts going into like how she politicized some of the she didn't understand the movie she loved yeah. the movie but she she loved it for the wrong reasons yes uh which i mean 
critics do that all the time, right? Yeah. Everything has to be about something. And if it isn't about something that I can wrap my head around or think I can wrap my head around, then it isn't worth my time as a film. Mm-hmm. And that is every critic on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's every, every, every critic. I just like, I liked the part where he was saying like, the the white lady from the LA Times was like, and then like there she Amani the character in the movie goes to the hospital and then there's a white doctor there trying to help her, but he subverts the white savior trope by making her leave the hospital early. And he was like, she literally was there to be a savior. How am I subverting the trope? What are you talking it's just about? A doctor. She's just a doctor. What the heck? Like like stuff like that. Like I, I it always makes me remind reminds me of like um. Uh, like your English teacher, it's like, well, the, they said in the book, the sky's blue. Why do you think they made the sky blue? And like, you have to like go into like this deep analysis about why the sky is blue, but it's really just because the sky is fucking blue. My so. mom always has like a funny, my mom always said like a funny thing where she was like in college and like a professor went like, oh, what does the comma on page Jesus Christ. 34 oh my mean in this sentence like what is he what is the author really trying to convey by putting a comma here (laughs) why can we just appreciate art for art like absolutely not no and and that is why malcolm and marie gets a five out of ten no no no, no, no. (laughs) i also did appreciate the part too where marie was talking like kind of when they were like not mad at each other was when um she was saying that, like, like now this is your big break, and now you're going to have to make these political movies, and you're going to have mm-hmm. to make this Lego movie that's all about the deconstruction of society, <laughs> and, like, stuff like that, and, like... But he, she, it's not wrong. Like, that commentary's valid. Oh, totally. Like, once you get, you know, sucked into a certain type of genre, and people are like, oh, that's, that's you, that's who you are, and that's what we want. Um, the same with actors. Actors get sucked into that all the time. I know. I'm nervous about like Jordan Peele, for example. I'm nervous because he Jordan put out Peele. two great movies, and now he hasn't put anything out in a while. But he's like backed a couple projects, like Lovecraft Country, um, <laughs> and like I think a lot of people now expect Jordan Peele to put out a specific type of movie, a, like a black commentary, yeah. or a black horror film. And I wonder if like. I hope that he, like, doesn't fall into that trap. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm like, when he put out Us, I don't think he put it out as a commentary to anything. I think that was a lot of people reading into the oh, totally. movie because of Get Out. Yeah, totally, because Get Out was very blatantly a political yeah. movie, and Us was not. Us was, like, this just cool fucking story. <laughs> um, I really liked that movie, and people were like, wait, this isn't about racism. <laughs> so confused they're like jordan peele only makes one type of movie every white person that came out of that film was like uh not good it's not about racism yeah (laughs) how am i supposed to learn how to not be racist if these people are not going to teach me if these black directors don't teach me god anyway so i liked i really liked malcolm and marie i really enjoyed the I liked the style it was shot in, too. Yeah, it was black, beautiful. It was black and white. The black whole and white. Time. On film. Yeah, it's on film, right? It's on oh, film. Oh, wow. That's so cool. They also shot it in 12 days. So they all... The movie during was... During COVID. During COVID. During COVID. So they yeah. shot this movie in the past year. Um, they went on site. They were there for 12 days. Limited uh, limited crew. Uh, limited cast. They didn't need it. 
Well, obviously, Arena's it was only Zendaya and, yeah. John David Washington. Yeah, so, like, I just, I like that aspect of it, too, because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it was thrown together, and it doesn't, and not to say that it was, like, but 12 days on a, for a movie is wild, but really yeah. also, too, it was 12 days of shooting, like, eight different monologues. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I actually saw something today, too. It was, like, at the very beginning when they get back, Zendaya makes, um, Marie makes Malcolm, like, craft mac and cheese, like, from the box. And I saw somebody in there, like, I've never seen a black person make craft mac and cheese from the box. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not black enough for that. But, like, I make mac and cheese from the box. <laughs> They're like, that took me out of it right away. And I was like, oh, it was strange. But, like, anyway. What a weird thing to nitpick. I know. <laughs> What I saw because my 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 thing was like I saw it and I was like oh sponsored by Kraft like yeah good for good for Kraft on getting um getting so, you know euphoria money yeah also too the just the house they were in was gorgeous so absolutely um, beautiful set. I I looked it up and it's a real person's house like mm-hmm. it's just someone someone lives there and yeah. then they rented it out for twelve days to yeah. shoot um it's I had parasite vibes from it. Where it's like it the, did remind the, me of the parasite house. The house is very, uh, very much a character. It is <laughs> very much a character. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the distance in their relationship. It's the intimacy of like the argument. It's it's everything. It's, it's, it's cold re- too. It's a it's cold, cold house because the, yeah. all the windows and the glass mm-hmm. and and like, the way it is too. Like the camera work that they were able to do. Where they would be able to like shoot, they could film John David Washington's or Malcolm. There's two characters. I could do better. I know. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> they, they, they could film Malcolm on the porch, like contemplating the argument. Whatever. And yeah. they can film Zendaya in the bedroom. Um, coming out to smoke a cigarette. Coming out to smoke a cigarette, all in the same shot. Like, yeah, it was beautiful. It's it a great. It's a oh man, what a cool! It was a cool set, very cool set. If you watch it for anything, watch it for the house. Uh, yeah, watch <laughs> it for know. the house. Watch it for the artistry. Watch it to learn how to give better insults. Oh yeah, if you want to like expand your dialogue, just expand like expand your vocabulary. Yeah, because the insults are so good and it's real. It's just like it's like the world's best roast world's worst roast because roasts are supposed to be funny these were not funny these were sad mm-hmm. it was sad but it was good sad like and i appreciate too that the the film just isn't like there's no like real story it's just the story is the, the their conversation the yeah the story yeah. is the relationship yeah. and like um yeah um, I liked it. how would you, okay so are oh. we doing the comparison comparing it to what i don't know euphoria well, I think it's much better than Euphoria. As Not so- as good as Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, in the in the grand scheme of things, this is the worst Spider Man movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So, not as good, like better than Euphoria. Not as good as Spider Man, and that's for Zendaya. For John David Washington, better. <laughs> I've only seen him in three things, so I have to like think about this very carefully. Better than Tenant. Not as good as Black Klansman. Oh, I think I like this one better than Black Klansman. I like... Oh, but no. No, I like his acting better in Black Klansman, and that's why I give that 
the ranking that I did. Yeah. I just, I feel like. I feel like his acting works in Black Klansman. Though. Right, like, exactly. It's very, that, like, that, like, stoicness. Yeah, and there is kind of, like, a campiness to Black Klansman that's, yeah. that he can do. His, I, I would say his acting got significantly better as the film went on, though. Like, in the beginning, I, know, I wasn't man. sure. When he's, like, crying on the bathtub and his eyes are barely open and, like, I was like, what's going <laughs> no, no, on? No, no, no. I mean, like, it's, it's a spectrum, you know? He starts off and it's, like, you know, obviously it gets in. You have your, uh, your thing that, like, makes you learn who these two characters are in that opening scene. That's a single take. Yeah, for a while. Um, and, like, you know, it kind of dips down. It's not that good. And then it gradually gets better with, like each monologue that he does when he goes off i feel like his acting levels up after each like nah. go off <laughs> yelling's not acting zendaya with the knife pretending really to still good. be yeah. addicted to to xanax that's acting yelling is not acting i do not think he's an amazing actor i think he did a great job but he did not sell me zendaya sold me yeah zendaya is so be, like zendaya is amazing yeah in this movie so like if if you watch it for anyone you watch it for her yeah john david washington it's also weird i'm like he does not deserve to kiss her <laughs> he does not um, so that's oh, my ranking better I, than better than tenant not as good as black Klansman. okay <laughs> i don't know how to rank this movie like i'd say watch it i, I yeah i think watch it let us know what you think don't li- don't look at the reviews on imdb um they're just gonna politicize well i mean like it's sitting at like a six out of ten right now on imdb really yeah Hmm. yeah Uh, there's a lot of people that i i was looking it up a little bit a lot of people feel that like um it's one-sided in the insults and i was like man i don't know what movie you saw but they were they were slinging it back they were they were throwing some punches dude yeah like, one um, side in the insults being, like, Zendaya was being worse, or John David Washington was being worse? John David Washington was being worse. But that oh, kind of that kind of plays into you nah, going, dude, well, she she's was the bad mean. guy. She was mean. Oh, yeah. She was man. so mean. I thought it was going to be, like, a, a, a one-sided thing from the beginning. Yeah, I thought and so, that, too. And then, like, she slings him back, and I went, damn. <laughs> like yeah literally like literally like you know that gif from friday that the movie friday where everybody's like where they're both like damn like on the porch it's like ice cube yeah yeah <laughs> like ice that's cube how and the guy from fifth element yes like <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt every time i was like damn <laughs> so go watch it it's a good time yeah let us know <laughs> it's what a you great th- date night movie it's a great date night movie. <laughs> no <laughs> If, if you love your significant other, go watch it and... <laughs> Just learn, literally take notes on how to be, how to win an argument, because... Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> Say thank you and I love you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. There that, you that'll go. do it. Um, all right, you guys can go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at SeentPod, S-E-E-N-T-P-O-D. Um, we'll give you guys updates on new episodes and all those things. And you can stay tuned for next week for another episode of our Black History Month special. Oh, what are we watching next week? I don't want to tell anybody. It's a surprise. Uh, I will say it's something that hasn't, that's been out for a while. Okay. So it's not something new. Oh. All right. Um, that's it. That's the show. Have a great rest of your Friday. Bye. Bye.
or not all. Recent? No, no. <laughs> oh my god. Recent, please. Stop recent. Anyway, before we were rudely interrupted. Stop. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Malcolm and Marie? She's so needy.